Okay. Are we are we rolling? We are. Charles, are we rolling? Rolling on the Charles? river. Charles. Charles, are we rolling? Yes. Oh wow. I didn't know. That's, I do voices now. Oh. Cool. <laughs> so anyway. Like do you like it? Okay, yeah, so uh are you ready? Bless your heart. Oh. Yikes. That's hard. Sorry. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Hi, this is Cody Daigle-Orians. This is Neil Daigle-Orians. And welcome to another episode of Bearded Fruit. I trimmed my mustache for this. Yeah, I, that's right. You sure did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, we are we are back after a week off because... A week um, or so. A week, a little bit over a week off. Yeah. We're back after a week off because we moved from uh, a little tiny apartment out in the woods of eastern connecticut nowhere of the quiet corner in the quiet corner of connecticut to a lovely two-story house in a quaint little neighborhood in manchester unfortunately not on maple avenue not on maple avenue but but still a really cute house so uh that was why we didn't have an episode last week we were uh, crying and moving boxes and making sure everything got packed and cleaned and uh we were settling into our new house but we're back yay we're back 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 Okay. I thought that was going to actually be a song from something, and then nope. I, nothing really happened. Nope. No, there's back streets, back, all right. Oh, yeah. We don't have the rights for that. Oh, oh, God. Flip that out. <laughs> so this week, uh, to sort of like celebrate our new house, and also because we are kind of punch drunk from uh, moving all week and, and working a ton, we're just going to have like a fun episode of some like weird gay things weird gay things that's not the only kind of drunk we are yeah um so the first thing earlier this week when i was packing boxes and uh taking breaks by digging on facebook um i saw this story on the huffington post about a new cafe that i think will be of great interest to many of our of our male uh listeners and it's uh we're gonna have to travel to europe though it's in switzerland so there's this new um cafe that's going to be opening in Geneva by the end of the year uh, where patrons will be allowed to order a coffee drink and then use their iPad to choose a sex worker who will perform fellatio on them. Okay. So you get like cream with your coffee. Yes. Uh, But you get, yes, you get, um, you get a macchiato or, or and then you mock like his auto. A, <laughs> a venti. You know, macchiato is actually Italian for marked or spotted, which is why they call macchiatos that, because the oh. espresso marks the foam. And that's the joke, really, is that the splatter oh. of the post-coital embrace, embrace yeah. would create that. Create that, yeah. So it's it, so this. I, I thought that was kind of a fascinating... I mean, I know that in in this country, Starbucks has has like included like after hours alcohol in some of their Starbucks <laughs> nights. <laughs> but it's actually it actually is called like Starbucks nights, Starbucks or Star- nights, or, or evenings, or something like that. Like it's literally God. called um, it's literally called like Starbucks nights, and that's, that's hilarious when they bring out the the wine. That's hilarious. But so th- I feel like this uh, now sex work is legal and regulated in Switzerland. So this isn't this some sort of underground dark scandal of a thing this is a legitimate business and they're it's offering a, a legitimate well service advertised underground dark yeah thing yeah this is it's a, they're offering a legitimate legal service in switzerland and uh just to give you the the context about how much this would cost like this would be a very expensive coffee habit 
mm-hmm. if this were the case. So the uh, the beverage plus you get you can buy your beverage and then you can get five to ten minutes of oral pleasure, mm. and that costs you sixty Swiss francs or roughly sixty two U S dollars. That seems cheap, honestly. I mean, it's about the price of a venti macchiato at Starbucks <laughs> to begin with. Um, whatever, you get a discount. Um, but uh, I think what's most interesting is just the notion that, like, what if, like, they have really, really good coffee and they have regulars who just begrudgingly go with the fellatio because they just like the coffee so much? <laughs> They're just like, fine, Antonio again. I don't yes. care. I just, can you give me the latte? No, no, you want to soak you like now to be fair uh there are heterosexuals who will be frequenting this cafe so it isn't just a gay cafe it's, behavior uh, does not define orientation that's correct it's any man who wants to have fellatio with his coffee mm-hmm. i would love to know if this is trans inclusive is this a trans inclusive cafe it's not part of the information that i have received i, I mean i'm sure the people need to know it's europe i'm sure Oh, well, I mean, mm, I not know. all of Europe. No, because Europe is going crazy right yeah, now. Yeah, no, that's, that's so we don't not, know. Yeah. Well, technically, it's going crazy in the place that's not in Europe anymore. And I'm doing air quotes oh. in case you can't see it. Uh, in case. <laughs> just in case in your mind's eye you don't hear yes. what I'm... Yeah, cause, because of, of... Because Charlie can see us. Correct. Hi, Charlie. Hi. Hello. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but But so, I don't know. If we ever go to Switzerland... We'll go there. What do you think it's called? The cafe doesn't have a name, so... It doesn't have a name? It, uh, well, it's not named in the thing. Crema. <laughs> Crema. I love it. Crema is actually the top part it. of the espresso shot. That's Crema. the creamy, um, sweet part of uh, the espresso shot. Oh, my God. If it's not called Crema... Either that or maybe like something like Ristretto. Because that's pulled. Well, it's a shorter shot. A shorter it's, shot, yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> would you like your Would you like your shots long? <laughs> well, you only get five to ten minutes. I mean, ten minutes would be the long option. So, like, you know, get it done, mm-hmm. please. I would like a long brood. So I'm liking. I what I'm really I'm, I'm liking the idea that there are people who have to go to work in the morning and sit around and wait to give blow jobs all day. Like there are, is there, there are people who are clocking room? in? Yeah. And they're sitting there, they're reading like time or popular mechanics highlights. They're reading, like they're reading magazines or they're catching up on the new Elizabeth Gilbert novel and they're waiting. This gives a whole new meaning to the idea of a morning rush. <laughs> like that's, it's hilarious. To All me right, that. guys, we're going into our peak. Right, and you, do your jaw like, exercises. They're in the room, and there's kind of the, that cheesy music, like it's music. Yeah, and they're wait, they're just waiting for someone to, because they're on their iPad, so there's like an app, I guess. It's and like it's like blowjob notification. Uber. You get a notification and blowjob Uber. So we're gonna have to go to Switzerland, and and if anybody does go to Switzerland, please and visits this place, please let us know. How it is. Rate them on Yelp and then share the Yelp rating. At the link of the bottom of the page, you'll find our Kickstarter fund to help send us to Switzerland to go to see <laughs> this cafe. This cafe. But yes. so that's, I thought that was kind of amusing. The other thing I wanted to talk about this week, which is also kind of like weird LGBT news, is uh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner is, is, is talking to people again. Yeah, Caitlyn Jenner is saying things, and as we have learned in the brief history that we have had to spend with Caitlyn Jenner in the spotlight, when Caitlyn Jenner says things, 
They're nine, generally nine times out of ten. <laughs> they're not so good. So Caitlyn Jenner gave an interview uh, this week with Stat, and she had this to say. Um, about the presidential election. Mm-hmm. I'm on the conservative Republican side. Big Everybody surprise. looks at the Democrats as being better with these issues. But Trump seems to be very much for women. He seems very much behind the LGBT community because of what happened in North Carolina with the bathroom issue. He backed the LGBT community. But in Trump's case, there are a lot more unknowns. With Hillary, you pretty much know what you're going to get with the LGBT community. So, what's that even supposed to mean? Well, it's supposed to mean that um, because of whatever, whatever people think about Hillary Clinton, they, that she has somehow done damage to the LGBT community, which um, I can't really, I don't really understand that whole argument. Man, if only there weren't photos of her at New York Pride in the nineties, <laughs> right? Or, or like you know, championing gay legislation and bills and things and granted one of the things that people have the most problem with when it comes to hillary clinton is that she didn't support marriage equality quote-unquote soon enough for their literally nobody did like literally nobody did obama didn't even until he was into his presidency people also forget that like really important things such as um when massachusetts was the first state to legalize same-sex marriage who was their governor mitt romney yeah. Like, yeah. people forget that. Like, yeah. Mitt Romney was there and involved and in charge of the state, and yet it happened. Yeah. So, so Caitlyn Jenner has once again said something deeply, deeply problematic and fundamentally really kind of untrue and, and a little... A little crazy. It's a little crazy. It's... That Trump is good for women in the LGBT community when he has said, like, a thousand misogynistic and kind of terrible things about women and has, and has said that like within, I think he said something like within 90 days of being in office, he was going to repeal the Supreme court ruling on same sex marriage. Which isn't how the Supreme court works. Exactly. But like, that's what he's telling people he's going to do. And also he has created this like staff of advisors, which include Michelle Bachman, who, as we all know, is super pro LGBT. Oh, she like, loves us. She loves. Well, she's married to. Aha! <laughs> she's married to Marcus Bach. Are you coming um, for her husband? I no. I am shading him, but I will be damned if I would ever come for him. That's gross. We're not going to that cafe We're, together. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, we, ever. we already talked about that. Ever. Um. So, like, okay. I, Caitlyn Jenner has become this really interesting figure to me because she is someone who, on the one hand, is this incredibly visible transgender person and has made transgender the transgender experience like visible and accessible to a lot of people who never would have thought about it ever before. And there is some there's positive in that, right? I mean, there's positive there. But on the other hand, she is then this kind of almost clueless like anti-champion for LGBT issues and mm-hmm. for women issues. Mm-hmm. And she's this like this deeply problematic figure who's saying people like Ted Cruz and Donald Trump are going to be good for the LGBT community. Yeah, it's, it's really unfortunate that it just kind of goes to show just how much um, money matters in this kind of situation. Because she's so incredibly privileged. Just so incredibly privileged and um, of course she has conservative values. It's not surprising to anybody 
at all. And it's not surprising to us that we see white gay men having more conservative values now that same-sex marriage is um, across the country. So, of, of course, that suits her. It suits her. It's very convenient for her to be conservative on these issues. It's very convenient for her to be able to say these things um, because uh, because of her own position socioeconomically and, and in regards to status. But also, it's, it's problematic because then um, it kind of gives permission to a certain extent of people to like Trump and it gives permission for people to be like see he's not problematic he's not sexist he's not transphobic he's not against he's not um, homophobic because Caitlyn Jenner likes him right um, and that's like it's so incredibly unfortunate it's so incredibly unfortunate when big voices big very loud voices say things like that and give permission for people to say those things that yeah. are just completely inaccurate it's the same way that like Fox News uses Stacey Dash mm-hmm. to counteract things like black lives matter or um anything raven simone says yeah oh my god and then like stacy dash actually called him a plantation slave she called jesse williams at post the bet awards she went on fox news and called him a plantation slave or something like that which a house slave something like that i think she may have even suggested the the thing that we're not gonna say yeah (laughs) um which yeah, and then people hold her up like, well, look, she's she's black, so... <laughs> she's a black? Yeah, she's a black, so that's fine. We can continue to hold our racist views because mm-hmm. a black said it's fine. Jay-Z says the N-word and, in his rap, so I can. Yeah, and then Caitlyn Jenner is kind of in the same situation. She says these terribly problematic things, and people can go, well, she's in the community, so I will choose yeah. to listen to her, even though there are thousands of other voices going, she's deeply wrong. She's so wrong. Well, I mean, it's, it's just so incredibly convenient for people to people when they're not part of a subordinate group to look at one person as a representative for the whole whereas um anytime there's there's um somebody in the majority group who says like really really terrible things we are expected to be like oh well not all Mm -hmm. blank do that yeah so like when when statistically speaking white men are most likely to commit mass shootings that's that's just lone shooter he was crazy he he was mentally um, ill, he needed help, um, things like that. Whereas um, somebody like Omar, who shot up Orlando, is suddenly representative of all of Islam, even though multiple sources were like, he wasn't even really that Islamic. Right, right. It's like, it's just like, it's so convenient for people to look at that. And that unfortunately works in in this direction as well, where um, one person can say something like that and then the rest of the group be like, well, then that's representative of the entire group. So clearly... Clearly, if Caitlyn Jenner supports Trump, then that means all gays should support Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, Trump seems to think that, too. Yeah, which, oh my God. I mean, we could do whole episodes mm-hmm. from now until November about the the craziness of the election that mm-hmm. we're about to on, like be a part of. I would rather not. <laughs> we won't. I, we won't. I, I've been doing such a good job of staying out of that. <laughs> um, so, uh, how do... I guess the question that I'm most interested in with Caitlyn Jenner is how do you balance the value of this person in terms of visibility for an experience that is otherwise deeply underrepresented and the damage that she does as a quote-unquote spokesperson for the community? I feel like she's outlived her purpose. Mm. Um, Can you close the window? Oh, that was your phone. Yeah. Stop it, Siri. Um, 
But um, I think I think she's outlived her purpose in that she. What's most frustrating about Caitlyn Jenner is that she came out in such an amazing, beautiful way, and she immediately was like, "Look, trans women of color. Look, LGBT homeless youth. Look, talk about them," and then blew it, right? Like massively, completely blew it, and it's almost like she had incredibly amazing PR coaching. And then fired them. Right. That's how yeah. it feels. That's how it feels sometimes. It feels like she had the, just this really amazing PR coach really like give her the, the down low of like what she should talk about when she comes out, what would be the best for the community. And then like, it, then like fired her. So like, it sounds like maybe she, um, maybe she like hired Janet mock, you know, yeah. to like write up a couple speeches. And then was just like, cool. Thanks, Janet. So, Connected to, to to this conversation about Caitlyn Jenner is a conversation about uh, the way people are responding to her, uh, particularly members of the LGBT community, gay guys in particular, because that's kind of who I've been interacting with most. So in sharing news about Caitlyn Jenner being disappointing again and saying, I don't like her politics and I find her uh, politics unbearable, I interacted with a lot of people who took the same angle, like that she was being irresponsible or she's a bad spokesperson, but couched it in kind of transphobic or not kind of kind like straight up transphobic or misogynistic language saying things like I'd say she's dickless, but dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Um, Or calling her a palin with a prostate. Yeah. And things like that. And there, that it makes me, that makes me really uncomfortable. It makes me more uncomfortable. It makes me like pissed off. Yeah, that's it's so upsetting because it's it's again it's again people in a seat of privilege. Um, it's bullying. It that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. It, it it's it's bullying. Um, not that Caitlyn Jenner cares, but like um, it, it comes down to um a transphobic notion that. Um, being cisgender is superior to being transgender. So I can make these jokes. I can make fun of her. And um, this is a valid way for me to criticize her is her body and her identity, um, which is absolute nonsense. And you can, you can tell for a fact that the people who are making those jokes don't know trans people. Yeah. And that's, and that's not to say that like, you know, we as people with friends who are trans um, and who identify within the trans spectrum, um, can talk about the trans experience or anything like that. But we also have developed a sense, a great sense of empathy for our trans friends um, and our trans family um, that these people don't have, which allows them to get into that headspace where it's okay to be transphobic. Mm -hmm. You, you, you can criticize her politics and you can criticize her, um, the way that she interacts with the world and her experience, her the fact that she should not be in the position that she is in regards to being a loud trans voice, you can criticize her that without criticizing her transness correct, and without yes. criticizing her identity, without cr- criticizing her experience. The two are mutually, ex- they're not mutually exclusive or whatever. Um, one can exist without the other. Yeah. And it's completely uh, unnecessary. It's, it's absolutely unnecessary. It's the same thing as conservatives coming for Michelle Obama for being masculine looking, which is an entire problematic history of black women being masculinized 
um, and and dehumanized. Um, it's 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 within that same realm where it's it's just going for something that's quick and easy and says that I am superior to you, and that's mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah, and I think. I, I often refer to it as, especially within the LGBT community, whenever they, why I see people in our community sort of perpetuate racism or misogyny or transphobia, I call it like the a-hole pass, mm-hmm. that you think, that people think they have that, that simply because I'm a member of a marginalized group, then I get a pass for being a giant a-hole. Mm-hmm. Because I have experienced marginalization, so I'm somehow exempt from marginalizing others, and it's just simply not the case. No, just because you're gay and just because you have experienced marginalization in your life, it doesn't mean that you can't in turn marginalize other people. And you still have to be mm-hmm. careful, and you still have to be cautious and respectful of other people's experience. And I think particularly when those people are in our community, trans people are in the community that we are in as well. Mm-hmm. And so by by thinking it's okay to criticize them by being transphobic and attacking their identity, you're you're harming the community as a whole. Mm-hmm. You're not being an ally to any of us by well, behaving and, that way. And it's just like, can you imagine saying those things to a person who's not Caitlyn Jenner? Right. Right. Like if if you're not gonna say to somebody who's not Caitlyn Jenner who doesn't have a billion dollars and could literally buy you. Like, if if you're not gonna say that to that to that person, then why why would you say it about her? Just because mm-hmm. she has money does not give you permission. Just because she is, to a certain extent, she's this she's this figure that that we can all connect to the celebrity. Like we we understand her and we know her in a ways that that we don't know other people, um, which kind of gives us an anonymity. Just because we have that anonymity does not give us permission to oppress someone. Yeah. Um, just because they they probably won't read your tweet or read your Facebook profile picture or whatever does not mean that you have permission to be an a-hole. Right. For sure. Yeah. I agree. Well, that's, that's why you're married to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that uh, is just a little shorter episode than usual, but we have another episode coming up this week. We're going to do a very special episode. A very special episode. Very special episode. Um, Sort of uh, uh, celebrating Fun Home, the musical that was, has recently announced its closing notice. And it's a show that means a lot to both of us. So mm-hmm. we thought it might be nice to do a special Fun Home episode. That'll be coming up uh, in a day or two. Also, um, we have a pizza to eat. Yeah, we do. So we're going to sign out. Uh, if, you, if you have not yet subscribed to the podcast, head on over to iTunes and you can subscribe to the podcast there. You can also leave us some stars or a review, which we really appreciate and it helps us out. You can find us on Facebook at Bearded Fruit or you can find us on the web at www.beardedfruit.com. And as always, we really appreciate all of your support and your listening and uh, sticking with us week after week. So thanks and we will see you next Next week, punch a transphobe, or don't. Well, don't punch. No, them. no, don't punch them. Maybe just give them shady eye. Don't <laughs> give them shady eye. I'm doing it right now. Transphobes are dogs' lunches. They are. <laughs>